Hello and welcome back to another episode of Opening Up with Rachel Smith. On this week I wanted to bring you in on my health journey that I have been on for the last sort of eight months now I think it is. There's been a lot of changes. If you've been following me for a while you know that this is something that I have shared on my Instagram but quite recently I've took it off because I've become very aware that people are starting to see this as a you need to lose weight to be happy journey and that's definitely not the case at all. So yeah I just wanted to make this podcast because the other week I put some information on my stories and it went down really well and obviously on stories it's only up for 24 hours so I wanted to make something a little more permanent that you can refer back to if you need any help or any guidance and yeah just bring you in on my journey with me. For those of you who are new around here, I have been on a health journey for the last eight months. I've lost a considerable amount of weight. It's all been done naturally. I haven't taken any of these diet products that are sold on Instagram. I haven't starved myself. I have just made some lifestyle changes, which is why I call this a a lifestyle change and not just a diet. And I want to show you what I've done in order to maybe help inspire those people who are stuck and are wanting to start their health journeys as well because I know that they're hard, I know that they take a lot of time and energy and sometimes people just don't know where to start or they don't understand the basics and in order to change your lifestyle you do need to have a basic understanding of health in your body or else it it just isn't going to work and you need to be aware of the foods that you're eating and why some are good and some aren't bad so I have put some things together and hopefully I can help keep you inspired. And just quickly before I get into it I want to make a point of saying why I call it a health journey and that is because I have made it a lifestyle change. This is going to be my life moving forward and at the very start there were times that I didn't know what I was doing. There was times that I messed up. I ate foods that I probably shouldn't in order to get where I need to be and that's just part of the process and it's okay because there is going to be days when you mess up and there is also going to be days where you have cheat days or you just go and indulge in certain meals and that's totally fine but I want to encourage anyone who is starting um, a health journey to call it a health journey because you want it to genuinely be a health journey and to not disguise the fact that it's a diet. A lot of people don't like the word diet. I personally don't like the word diet and if I tell myself I'm on a diet the chances of it failing are probably 100%. So I just want to encourage you to only use the word lifestyle change if it's something that is genuine and something that you are wanting to do because I don't want it to be another name for a diet knowing full well that you're going to fail. So first of all that's something that you need to mentally tell yourself that this is a change for life and it's not a a part-time change, it's not a temporary change, it's something that is going to be with you for the rest of your life hopefully. So the first thing is you need to move your body. It kind of goes without saying really that you need to be active and that doesn't mean that you have to be active all day every day. I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast work in offices so that's just something that's not possible but what is possible is that you can find at least 30 minutes every day to move your body whether that be going for a walk, swimming. I know that's kind of difficult now in lockdown but There's lots of videos on YouTube, you can do yoga lattes, you can do dance videos, workout videos, hit videos. There's so many things that you can be doing, even 
if it's just for 30 minutes a day or even 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever time you have, you need to be moving your body in some way. It, it might sound so basic and so simple, but if you're not moving your body, then your body is not burning extra calories that it needs. Naturally, our bodies burn a lot of calories and yes, you can lose weight just by changing your diet. But if you are wanting to build muscle, if you are wanting to become lean with that weight loss, then you do need to be move, moving your body and to be using weights and toning and just getting in the best shape possible for yourself and that's another thing moving your body is good but people also don't necessarily understand just how good weight training is weight training is just as good if not better than cardio because when you have muscle your body naturally burns more calories throughout the day so the more muscle you build, the more calories you will naturally burn, which then will result in you not having to do as much cardio. And for some people and certain illnesses, they cannot physically do cardio all day, every day. So taking time to focus on weight training is a good option for them. There's a stigma around women and weight training. And I just want to kind of break it down right now that if you are weight training, it doesn't mean that you are going to get bulky. It doesn't mean that you are going to become a bodybuilder. There are different types of weight training. And yes, if you are weight training to become a bodybuilder, then obviously you can build that muscle. You can bulk up. You can use the um, tools that are needed to get to that point. But if you are just using lighter weights or even heavier weights, it doesn't mean that you're going to bulk up. It just means that you are going to shape your body, that you are going to tone up, that you are going to build lean muscle and it's going to help you just become more sculpted. And if that's something that you are looking for, I would highly encourage you to look into weight training or to look into weight workouts and not just focus on cardio. I personally walk three miles each day. So every day after work, I take about an hour to go on a three mile walk which is both up and downhill which works perfectly for me and on top of that I also do three additional workouts a week as well so I will do one based on arm workouts and upper body I'll do one based on my leg and then I will do a hit or a full body workout as well and the reason why I do that is because walking for me is something that works it's something that helps me drop my weight it helps me just mentally as well but I also want to have that toned figure as well. So for me, having both of them really helps me. And it's also just an extra way to keep my body moving. I personally invest a lot of time in keeping my body moving and to working out. And that's just something that I choose to do. But that's not saying that everybody has to do that. If you have the time and the freedom, then I would highly encourage that because it is something that has worked personally for me but I understand also that that does take a lot of time and it does take a lot of investment as well. The second thing is probably quite obvious but it's eating right. You have to be eating well, you have to be feeding your body what it needs in order to get where it needs to go. I personally am gluten and dairy free and that's a choice that I made at the start of my lifestyle change and it's something that has worked considerably well for me and it's probably something that I will continue to do. There are days when I do break it and it's not an intolerance that I have so I, I have the freedom and the flexibility to be able to do that but generally speaking I am gluten and dairy free. I don't touch those kind of food items but like I said there are days where I will have pasta for instance um, and 
that's something that for me, I'm at a point in my lifestyle change where I'm not focused so much on what's on the scales. I am happy and comfortable and I can allow myself the freedom to be able to eat those. And that's something kind of that comes with these lifestyle changes is people become so obsessive about counting calories and watching what they eat that they forget that you can have a day where you eat more calories than you are burning off. You can have cheat days. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is, is when those cheat days become five, six, seven or months worth of cheat days. That's obviously then you break in your lifestyle change and that's something that you then need to sit down with yourself and reconsider where it's gone wrong and if you do want to do this lifestyle change anymore. Another stereotype I just wanted to break is that carbs aren't bad. We actually need carbs to um, help our body, but we just need to eat them in moderation. Everybody has a different carb tolerance. Some people can eat more than others. Some people have to eat less and working out what's right for you will really help you with your lifestyle change. Carbs are actually very good for muscle repair and growth. Your body needs carbs in order to produce the energy. It needs to continue with the stress that you are putting it under when you are losing weight and you are working out a lot. A lot of people don't realise just how much stress your body is under when you are trying to lose weight and you are trying to work out a lot. There's a lot that comes with that physically and your body needs the right nutrients, it needs the right carbohydrates, it needs the right proteins, it needs the right salts and fibres and everything that goes with it. It needs those things in order to keep itself healthy. If your body is not healthy, your body will not be able to maintain itself. It will not be able to help you with that weight loss and if you under eat for instance for a short period of time yes you might lose weight but for the long periods of time it's not sustainable it's something that is going to severely affect your body and it can cause adverse illnesses please work out what calorie intake works for your body for your body style for your body height your weight your lifestyle and go with that don't listen to these people who are saying oh, you should only eat a thousand calories a day because that might work for somebody who's like 90 pounds, but somebody who is two, 300 pounds, it is not going to work. You're just going to starve yourself and your body is not going to be able to maintain itself. And eventually it's just going to crash and burn. And that is the last thing you want because with a lifestyle change, the whole point is that it is just that it's for life and you need to be able to maintain it. And you're never going to be able to maintain a thousand calorie diet for the rest of your life. It's just almost impossible and it's not encouraged at all. And when you get to a certain point, your body will just stop losing weight anyway, because like I keep saying, it's just not able to function at that such a low calorie intake. Just because something is fat-free or sugar-free, it does not mean it is good for you. This is something I learned when I started my journey. I thought just because it had that little label, it meant that it was good for me. And I very quickly learned that what it, what it takes out of one area, it usually overcompensates for in another area. So for instance, if it's fat-free, it might be full of sugar. If it's sugar-free, it might be full of fat or it might be full of something that we don't need to be putting in our body. And just because it has that little label on it does not mean that we should trust the food item. We need to be looking at the labels and seeing what's in it and understanding what we are putting into our bodies. 
And just to let you know, the difference between good and bad fats is how it affects your cholesterol levels. So the bad fats will store bad cholesterol in your body, which can cause illnesses and other health-related issues, whereas good fats can help your body maintain its normal function. You need fat even on a diet. You need to be able to feed your body with the fats that it needs, and these are called good fats. And these help you with your weight loss and just your overall health in general. And some of the things that have bad fats are things like crisps. We all know that they're probably not good for us, but those kind of bad fats help to increase our cholesterols, which is when you kind of hear people talking about, oh, I have high cholesterol. It's because they're eating the wrong things. They're putting the wrong nutrients into their body. Things like walnuts, for instance, have good fats. So even though they are fattening, it's good for your body because your body needs those good fats in order to be healthy and to maintain itself and to just produce its natural bodily functions. So you need to be looking what's going into your body. If you like to snack on crisps, you need to understand what's in those crisps. Maybe switch regular crisps for vegetable crisps. I personally prefer vegetable crisps nowadays. Yes, they may have... A similar level of fat but the difference in the good and the bad fat makes all the difference or if you don't trust yourself in terms of having a pack of crisps you can maybe switch it completely and go to something like walnuts or seeds and yes the walnuts and seeds may be more fattening but from a nutrient point of view they're healthier for you because they are giving your body what it needs in order to help you on this lifestyle change that's something that I could actually do another podcast on, how to switch out certain snacks or how to understand in more detail the nutrients inside of each product. So if you would like to hear that, then please just either comment down below or send me a message on my Instagram. It's rachelsmith underscore one. And that is definitely another podcast that I can do later down the line because it's something that I really struggled with. And even today, there's days where I don't understand what nutrients come from which foods and what I need more of and what I can take out and it is a process and I don't want you to overwhelm yourself thinking that you have to know all this information about food because you don't you just need to know the very basics and to look at food labels and to just understand the small things understanding just the small things when it comes to nutrients and food has helped me with my journey because it's meant that I've not had to count calories I personally do not count calories. I know how many calories my body needs in order to survive. I know how many calories I need to take off my daily limit in order to be in calorie deficit so that I can lose the weight. That's obviously the goal here. For me personally, not everybody wants to lose weight. People just want to be generally healthy in their skin. But for me, I need to be eating less than what I am putting into my body. And one of the ways I wanted to do that is to not become so consumed by counting calories because first of all, it's draining. Second of all, because it's just not fun for me. I, I don't want to be counting calories. I don't want to be restricting myself. I don't want to become consumed by counting calories and thinking that I have to eat so many things and then I have to stop. Or if I eat bad one day, I then have to work out more the next day. It's it's not about that for me. It's about being happy and comfortable. And that's for me is just being able to almost eat what I want, but knowing that what I am eating is is down to me. And I have a very good understanding of food now. And I know roughly what foods I can have throughout the day based on the amount that I exercise in order to be in my calorie deficit. And 
There are days where I go completely out of my calorie deficit and there are days where I'm kind of under my calorie deficit and that's normal and that's just the way that lifestyle goes. It's it's all about that balance. It's all about finding what works for you. And initially, yes, you may need to count calories if you're still learning and still trying to figure out the foods and the nutrients and how much you can eat and what you can't eat. And that's totally, totally fine. And if you are somebody who just wants to count calories the whole way through, again, literally do it however you want to do it. But for me personally, I knew that once I started counting calories, I would become consumed by it and I would be so stressed and cautious of everything that I was putting into my mouth and I did not want to be that way when I was on my health journey I wanted to be comfortable I wanted to be able to go out for dinner one day if if I want to and not have to think about the calories that I'm eating and that's another thing that I will touch on a little bit later that please don't work out just because you're eating food you need to work out because you enjoy it because it's good for your mental health you need to be working out to know that it's it's right for your body and please don't confuse the two and please don't merge them together because that's unhealthy and that's toxic and again you will get caught in this cycle of thinking well I splurged yesterday so I have to work out extra tomorrow because that's just not how it works and sometimes you can overdo working out and sometimes your body will react negatively to that and it's just not going to help anyone and <laughs> um, to put it bluntly you you need to be comfortable in both your eating and both your working out and keep them completely separate yes they are linked because obviously it's part of your body and you're needing your body to be moving but they also need to be kept separate as well because you you cannot let one consume the other because then it will just become this toxic mess and again that's not sustainable for your life it's not sustainable um, for the long term and you need to just keep it at bay from the very beginning and just work find out what works for you the third thing is to drink water people don't understand the power of water when it comes to weight loss and I'm here to tell you that it is one of the greatest forces that you need to have as part of your diet I personally drink the three to four liters a day which is a lot and I understand a lot of people don't drink that much and that's totally fine you don't have to drink that much but you need to be drinking at least one to two a day obviously that is based on your height and your weight everybody's threshold is different there, there are ways to find these things out online but you definitely need to be consuming more water than maybe you are right now having one glass of water a day will not significantly help you on your lifestyle change or your weight loss journey there are a lot of people on the internet who will tell you to use water to replace meals or to repress your appetite and yes that does work that absolutely works but it shouldn't be confused as a meal replacement because again this comes down to the dangers of unhealthy and toxic weight loss and toxic for your body your body needs food at the end of the day just as much as it needs water and completely replacing food with water is not the right way to do it yes water is free of calories and it helps you feel fuller for longer your body still needs to eat as well and please 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 please, please do not listen to these people who tell you to replace food with water because it's not healthy for your body water helps to remove waste from your body and it also helps you burn fat quicker so naturally your body burns a lot of calories throughout the day whether you know it or not but increasing your intake of water will help your body burn those calories faster 
water helps remove waste from your body and it helps you to burn fat quicker. As I kind of mentioned before, along with weight training, which also helps you burn fat quicker, water does as well. And your body naturally burns a lot of calories throughout the day and just helping it a little bit by building muscle and increasing your water intake is all small ways of helping your body to burn fat quicker. If you are weight training, you also need to be drinking more water as well because your body needs that water in order to store it and to repair your muscles as you are working out. And if you don't feed your body the water that it needs in order to repair your muscles, then it can cause damage to your muscles and it can cause injury. And that's, again, something that you want to avoid. You want to keep your body at its healthiest because the stress that it is being put under when you are trying to lose weight or you are trying to just build and tone muscle, you need to be feeding it exactly what it needs. And that's kind of a common theme that you'll hear me talking about throughout this whole podcast is you need to keep your body healthy. And whatever that might look like for you, it and it is totally different for everybody else, you need to work out what's right for you. You need to work out the foods that you can, can consume. You need to work out how much water you need to drink. You need to figure out what kind of workouts work for you. Everybody is different and some people might want to do less workouts but eat completely clean and raw food and that's totally fine if that works for you but that might not work for somebody else. I personally enjoy working out so I put a lot of emphasis and time into working out but then that means that I can also eat different foods. I maybe be able to have a little bit more chocolate sometimes as opposed to somebody who doesn't work out and is trying to eat in calorie deficit. And here goes my very famous line in every podcast, no two journeys are the same. Everybody's journeys are different and you need to find what works for you and you need to find something that you are comfortable with and that is something that is maintainable for your life and your lifestyle now and going forward. The fourth thing is understanding that the scales won't move every day. People expect to see change very quickly and weight loss is not linear. There's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days and As women, there are going to be days where our body just naturally has to hold more water or to um, increase its capacity in order to help you with your natural, natural bodily functions. And that is okay. That happens to everybody. Even throughout the day, you could wake up at a certain weight and by the end of the day, you could be four or five pounds lighter. And that's all just based on the way your body is holding nutrients and water and just generally the foods that you're eating there's nothing wrong with you gaining one or two pounds from one day to the next as long as you are eventually losing the weight if that's the goal for you don't be disheartened if you do put weight on it's natural especially if you are weight training your body could be building muscle your body could be storing more water in order to help your muscles grow there are various things that could change your weight throughout the day and also if you are starving it of certain ingredients or certain nutrients then it might be having to store more water to compensate for that and this is where water weight comes in you might hear people talking about water weight and there's a lot of reasons why there is water weight in your body but that's something that I'm not going to get too much into because I personally don't know that much about it and I'm not a health expert these are just 
things that have worked for me and things that I have learned along the way, which I am sharing with you. And please don't take anything that I have said as foolproof because like I said, I'm not a health professional, but I do know that this has worked for me and this has worked for those around me who I have shared it with. And yeah, please just know that you have to also do your own research and to not just take everything that you see online at face value, myself included. There are people out there who will try and scam you into buying products. There are people out there who will tell you to replace water with food and that's not healthy. Please don't listen to everything that you are hearing online and take it for granted. If you appreciate and respect what somebody is saying, please listen and then go do your research as well. Like I keep saying, everybody is different. Everybody has different needs and you need to find what works for you. And if that means that you want to go to a doctor to ask for some advice, then please, by all means, go do that. Or if you need to find a nutritionist, please go and ask them. Do not fall into this trap of just taking what somebody says online and running with it because they're not always right and they're not always qualified either. Another thing is you shouldn't rely on the scales for happiness because you could be losing inches but not necessarily weight and again this is something I learned the hard way. There are times when I feel like the scale hasn't moved in weeks but when I actually measure myself I've lost inches. And that's something that I really want to promote. The number on the scale should never bring you happiness. And we shouldn't be aspiring to be a certain weight because of what we see in the media. I have a goal weight, but that is a goal weight that I know is going to be healthy for me. And maybe I'm going to get there and decide that that weight isn't the right weight for me. And that's totally fine. But please do not put a number in your head because of something that you've seen on social media or you want to look like a certain model because newsflash, you will never look like that person because they're different to you. Their stories are different, their journeys are different, their lifestyle is different, their bodies are different. So please, yes, have a goal weight. You know, you need to have something to strive for, but do it because you know it's healthy and maintainable for you, not because you want to look like somebody else or be like somebody else on social media. Another way to help you in terms of the number on the scale is take progress pictures and measurements to determine your success as opposed to looking at the scales. I, I've i been taking measurements since day one and I've also been taking progress pictures and like I said sometimes I can see that the scales aren't moving but when I look back at pictures and look back at images I can see that I've actually lost weight in terms of images and my body is more toned and more muscular and that really helps me to keep going because Yes, the scales haven't moved and I personally don't define my happiness based on the scale, but it can be frustrating and it can make you want to give up. But when I then see the progress pictures, it helps me realise that I, what I am doing is right and what I am doing is still working and I don't need to change anything. I just need to keep going and doing everything that I'm doing right now. The fifth thing is you need to rest. You need to rest your body, not only for your sanity, but to repair your muscles and to let it digest food. You need to be having at least eight hours sleep a night. I know that's not always possible for some people and I do personally struggle with sleep sometimes as well, but where possible, I try everything I can to get eight hours and I even have a bedtime routine to try and make sure I get in that eight hours because like I said, I work out a lot so my body does need that rest and it needs the time to repair and heal and if I don't give it that, that's one way that I'm going to starve it and it will affect my journey. I think I briefly touched on it before but 
the amount of stress that you put your body under when you are weight training or just working out in general is because when you're working out you're essentially ripping your muscles apart in order to help them rebuild and grow back stronger and just like a cut if you keep picking at that cut it's never going to heal it's never going to repair and it's never going to grow and that's the same with your muscles if you don't take that time to rest if you don't let give your body the time to heal it's never going to grow and it's never going to repair and you're just going to keep eating away at your muscles and eventually it's going to crash and burn and that's obviously not something that you want and that's not something that's maintainable for a long period of time so you need to be finding ways to get that rest in and if you can't get eight hours sleep at night, then maybe you just need to take a full day of sitting in front of the sofa and not using your muscles. You need to find a way to work it into your schedule so that your body has the time to just heal and repair itself. One way that I help my body outside of sleep or outside of rest is when I work out, I do it in stages. So as I mentioned before, I do one day of arms, one day of legs, and then a full body. And yes, I'm walking every day, my intense weight training workout is done based on different parts of my body so that I might do an arm workout but then I probably won't do an intense arm workout for a week then so I have a full week where my arms are being able to repair and grow and strengthen themselves so that's something else you can look into instead of trying to go full in and to do full body workouts all day every day you don't need to do that some people might want to do that and again that's totally fine or if you're a runner for instance you're obviously always going to be using your legs and your arms for movement you know it is purely based on your journey but I personally found that doing a full body workout every day or even five times a week was too much for my body and that's why I've broken it down like this because it's maintainable it's manageable and also my muscles are being able to repair and grow in the time that it needs. If you don't give your body the time that it needs to rest, it'll always be fighting for strength. And in order to do that, it will hold more water weight as well, which is another reason why you potentially might not see the scales moving because your body is trying to fight for the energy and the nutrients and it's it's storing it within itself. And if you don't feed it the right things as well, it's going to start eating its reserves and that will be another reason why your weight isn't going to change or it might seem like you're putting weight on because your body is using its its own reserves in order to help it because you're starving it of something and again as I've said a million times in this podcast find what works for you that's the main thing you have to be finding what works for you and working at a level that is manageable to you and that is the only way that you can maintain a lifestyle change or maintain any sort of weight loss journey if it doesn't work for you you're going to end up giving up and if you try and follow diets of other people yes that's right yes it's a guideline but again what works for them might not work for you and that's another reason why I personally have never followed any diet plans because half the things on there I don't eat anyway or I don't like and it's just not something that I personally would choose to eat daily. Um, so for me it just wasn't an option to follow these diet plans. That's why I personally have figured out what foods I like and put them into a plan and I still eat certain foods that are fattening but I also eat a lot of healthy foods, I eat a lot of vegetables, I eat a lot of clean things and that just works for me. I personally am more of a veggie person than a fruit person, I really don't touch fruit, I just stuff my meals with veg instead because that's something that I personally enjoy and 
again, don't be consumed by thinking you have to eat all this fruit and veg. Yes, obviously fruit is good for you. But again, you need to know what fruit is good for you because some are full of sugar and obviously they're the ones we end up gravitating towards. And again, knowing if it's bad sugar or good sugar comes with that. And don't be afraid of cutting things out of your meal plan. Just because somebody says you have to eat five fruit and veg a day does not mean that you have to consume yourself by thinking you have to put it all in. Because I personally don't eat fruit like I just said. I stay away from it. It's just not something that I enjoy. It's just not something that I want as part of my diet plan. But then I pick it up elsewhere in terms of putting more veggies in than maybe you would necessarily eat in your dinner and that is okay because that is what works for me and that is something that is maintainable to me and I'm not afraid to sit here and say that I don't particularly eat fruit because I'm comfortable in what I'm doing and I'm comfortable in how I am working on my journey. The sixth thing is be kind to yourself. Health journeys are hard and they're going to be days where you just want to give up and that's totally okay. There are going to be days where you're not going to eat in calorie deficit and that is absolutely okay too. Just please don't give up and if you're starting to get bored or you're starting to lose interest then try something new. Try and switch it up. Lifestyle changes don't have to be boring and routine and monotonous. You can switch them up and if that means that you have to go on a meal plan rotation for three, four weeks just to keep your mind engaged or switch up your workout routines here and there, that's totally fine. As long as you are doing what works for you and if you are trying to lose weight in the process that you are still losing that weight, that's fine. Just do what works for you and find something that is maintainable for you. And again, your life changes. There are moments in life where we are busier than others and being able to change your meal plan or your workouts to reflect that will also help because the last thing that you want to be doing is stressing about working out or eating right. Just find what works for you and just go with it. And it doesn't matter to anybody else what that is or what it looks like. It only matters to you. I personally am very strong mentally, so I have done this weight loss journey pretty much by myself I've not had any input from anybody else but I know that people aren't necessarily in that kind of mindset and maybe you need a friend to keep you accountable and that doesn't mean that you have to drag your friend along for the ride and drag them on these workouts maybe you just need to be able to check in with them once a week and say hey I lost a pound this week or hey I lost two inches this week if that works for you please find a friend that you trust and that you would like to bring in on this journey with you but don't force them to do the journey with you if it's not something that they want to do and just keep going just do what works for you and if you want to reach out to me and ask for advice if you're feeling stuck or if you're feeling unmotivated I'm always here to give you advice because I know I could do with some advice sometimes too so please follow me on instagram rachelsmith underscore one and I will be your accountability partner for sure and just have fun with it. Just enjoy yourself. You need to be able to maintain it for life. And if it's not fun and if it's not enjoyable and if it's not manageable, then you're never going to complete it. Well, you don't even need to complete it because it's a lifestyle change. You're never going to just maintain it. And that's the goal. You just need to be able to maintain it. Find what works for you. Find something that you are happy with and just go with it.
I hope you enjoyed this little insight into my personal health journey and lifestyle change and I hope that this maybe has inspired you to start yours or if you are in the process of it, it has inspired you to keep going. Just know that you are not alone and there are people out there who are also on this journey and there are people out there who also don't know what they're doing, just like I am still learning and I am still finding things out even though I'm eight months into my process and yeah, just have fun and give yourself the grace that you need in order to continue going. Until next time, bye!